The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today. During our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within. And by utilizing my own intuition and experiences, I will guide you through a variety of techniques which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. Hello and welcome to the Consciously Clearing Clutter series, where we are focusing on clearing systems of clutter. In our first episode with Angela Quist, we talked about clearing through detoxing with the mind and body. And today we're going to move into the mental and physical with emotional clutter that we tend to hold on to and it just accumulates right we and we have no idea how to manage or where to start to let go of this clutter because nobody has ever taught us how to manage these things and we keep taking on and taking on without understanding how to release those items out of our baskets, out of our living space, the emotional attachments to things. And so today, my special guest is an expert on clearing clutter, both physical and emotional. Carlin Ray is a certified Eden energy medicine practitioner and a biofield tuner and also an elemental space clearing practitioner, as well as a clutter coach. She specializes in helping people release energetic and emotional blocks and limiting beliefs that are preventing them from being their true selves and living their best lives. Her unique approach to clutter coaching addresses the emotional and energetic roots of clutter, helping people to discover what's important to them and how they make decisions and organically release what is no longer serving them. The reason why I invited Carlin is because I've personally worked with her in my transition from having a stationary home and trans transitioning into this nomadic lifestyle that I am now living, that was not easy. Even though I've downsized throughout my life, I was still holding on to things and felt that I couldn't let go. And what I really, really enjoyed working with Carlin is, is how she breaks things down into pieces. So literally I could kind of digest the process, integrate it with it and release items 
and the emotional attachment that I had to them, I was able to witness that more in myself. And then I came to realize that these are just things. They don't represent me or the people that gave them, you know, gave, passed them on to me. So without further ado, I want to give a warm welcome to Carlin Ray. Thank you so much for being Thank here, you. Carlin. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. And for our listeners who are not familiar with you, can you just give a little background to how you got started into clearing clutter? Oh my gosh. Um, it's a long story <laughs> because it, you know, it really started um, in my journey to becoming an energy worker, an energy practitioner, because um, you know, I was always very intuitive. Um, I sensed energy and things. Um, I could, I was like really sensitive to my environment and the placement of things in my environment. And, um, you know, for a long time, I really didn't know what to do with that because, you know, when I was growing up, that, that wasn't cool and trendy like it is now, right? More people are into that sort of thing, but back then they weren't. So I just kind of kept things to myself. Um, but then in about 2009, I finally started um, getting into to doing energy work. And um, I, was, I was prompted to do that by um, getting into my second marriage. And um, my stepson had um, bipolar disorder and uh, high-functioning autism. And so there was a lot of chaos and you know, emotional upheaval in the house that I had to cope with. And so I started um, going to see an energy healer to get started with that. And then, um, you know, once I realized that was really working, then I thought, I want to do this. And so uh, a friend of mine uh, was taking the Eden Energy Medicine Certification Program. And, and I, I was just dabbling in it for a few years. And finally, like 2012, it took me till 2012 to do this. <laughs> I'm like, I am going to take this certification. I started doing this. And as soon as I started working with energy, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. I'm supposed to be working with energy. And um, so I got my certification in that and started really helping people deal with their stress, their emotional blocks, all that kind of stuff. And then, um, you know, there was still a lot of chaotic energy in the house. And, and my husband, now my ex-husband, um, had a lot of clutter as well. And so I was really like trying to figure out how do I, you know, how do I help my family deal with this stuff? And so I got into space clearing next and clearing the energy in the home and that made the home feel better. And then um, I just started working with clients and I was realizing, you know, that our things have energy in them and they have, mm -hmm. and, and uh, we, we're energetically tied to that. We have emotional ties to our things as well. Yes. And so working with my clients, I was seeing that, um, you know, their things in their environment were also affecting them, like their personal journey. So I could help people, you know, release stuck emotions um, or energetic blocks in their body, but then they would go home and their house would not be supporting that. Um, and so I wanted to create this holistic practice where people could you know, work with their environment and work with their home and um, bring it all together because it really is, it really uh, does all work together. And um, you know, if your home isn't supporting what you're doing, it just makes what your personal work so much harder. So uh, one of the things I want to talk about is, is not having to follow rules because I see this a lot with decluttering, clutter coaching. Like I, I, I read lots of decluttering books. I'm a voracious reader of decluttering books and podcasts and things like that. And 
I often see people giving, giving their clients rules. Well, you need to go through this and you need to have take out these clothes if you haven't worn them in six months. So you, like Marie Kondo said, oh, you should only have 30 books. And I don't believe in following rules when you're decluttering. I believe in creating a space that works for you and feels good for you. So if you're someone who loves books, the idea of like paring down to 30 books is gonna be really traumatic and painful because that's like, really it's, it's going against who you are, right? So you may love books and you may have a whole library and that's great. And you may have like a minimal wardrobe and have hardly any clothes and that, you know. So, um, or I have another woman, a client I worked with, she had a huge wardrobe, um, like enough to stock almost a whole department store. And she loved, I mean, we went through a lot of stuff but she still ended up with a huge amount of clothes, you know. And, um, and that was her thing. And that made her happy to have all these different clothes. And then the other things in her house, she was able to let a lot of the other stuff go. And so it really depends on, you know, what's, what's important to you. Um, and do you have space in your house? Do you feel comfortable in your house with what you have? Um, so having these things is great, but you also want to pare down enough so that you feel comfortable, that there's space around your things. There's space to move in the home, the space for yes. the energy to flow freely in your home. So in feng shui, the flow of energy is like a really important topic. And that's part of it. So like having too many things too close together, too crowded is also kind of clutter, even if it's very well organized and you love all of it. So you look at all that stuff, but it's really like what's supporting you, what's feeling good to you, what fits your personality, your interests. Like um, I have books, but not a huge number of books. I have clothes, not a lot of clothes, but I have a lot of artwork in my house. I collect <laughs> artwork. So that's my thing. So everybody has a thing. So we don't want to judge people about, you know, what, what they're into and what, makes them happy a lot you know not, not say you have to follow this rule and so many books and so many papers and so many clothes and that just that just feels wrong to me I think it needs to be much more yeah. intuitive and organic yeah I love that that you brought that up because then that it's like a cookie cutter like everybody mm -hmm. should look like this mm -hmm. when we're not and yeah. You know, yeah, if it makes your heart happy and you're, you know, appreciative of art or books or what have you, that's your stuff. And right. other people's judgments, you don't need to worry about right. that. Right. Maybe you even. don't have so much that you can't move through your house. Then you've got too much and you have to figure out, you know, how am I going to let some of this go or how am I going to get a different space where I have room for this? Um, but you know, as long as you can move freely and the energy can move freely, it doesn't matter if you have a lot of books or a lot of clothes or whatever, as long as it, you know, it feels good. Yes. Yes. Great. I, I love that. From my own experiences, you know, having clutter, even if it's in a desk space or even in your car, mm -hmm. you know, that is still distraction that mm -hmm. is still you know where are the things that you mm -hmm. really need to locate but you have these other things just kind of jumbled around and that really scatters your focus mm -hmm. and our focus and attention that's also energy so mm -hmm. there's a lot of um, I call it static a lot of yeah. stuff happening there yeah yeah, yeah. so what is your approach uh, when you're working with clients, how, what does that look like? Um, the first thing I do is kind of sit down with them and see like, what, 
what's their goal for their life? You know, what kind of life are they envisioning for themselves? And a lot of people haven't even thought about this. Like I have, I have, uh, I do individual clutter coaching packages, but I also have an online 10 week program that I run twice a year. And the first question I ask people in both of those things is, you know, what's your vision for your life? How do you want to live your life? How do you want to live in your home? Uh, what goals do you have? Do you have a career or life purpose that you want to do? Do you want to travel? You know, all of those kinds of things. And a lot of people haven't really thought about that. They're just kind of putting one foot in front of the other and just trying to get through their day. And it's yes. really important to know, like, where do you want to go so you can get exactly. there? So that's the first step. That's the first yes. step. Yes. And I, I just... I just want to jump in here really quick and just remind um, listeners and viewers, as I've talked about several times, it's about putting your attention on your intention. So the intention is, yes, I want to clear this up. Everybody talks about it, right? I need to clear out that garage. I have a storage unit. I need to just get rid of all that stuff. But we have great intentions, but it's the attention of what am I doing about it? And I love how you said, what are your goals? What, what do you want? Uh, you know, working together and when walking with them on that path, yeah. Yeah. having somebody to hold you accountable um, with compassion, you're truly a compassionate being. Carlin. And that's why it's so easy to work with you. There's, there's no pressure, pressure per se. It's more of, okay, well, where are you at and and how are we going to get there? And, and that's what helped me uh, because I have that resistance when somebody's too pushy. So yes, that makes a lot of sense for me Um, with my childhood and clutter. I would tend to purchase things to fill the void of abandonment. So I'd I'd use the material things to help fill that void within me. And it wasn't until I started doing my own self-healing and work, and especially working with you, Carlin, to identify that and, and process through that, that I can now walk into a store and not buy anything, (laughs) which is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's really what makes the decluttering process organic for people as well. It's like they're not, they're not filtering everything through these emotional filters, through these programs that they've got, this programming. They're just, they're able to respond to what's happening, whether it's making a decision about something in their home or even just going out, you know, to a store and deciding what to buy or not to buy. They can do that organically and be true to themselves instead of having some other unconscious emotion directing their lives. And I think that's a really important part of the process. Definitely. Definitely. Puts us in the driver's seat of our emotions and empowers us. Yes. That's so important. And so a person who's going to start this journey just not the items, as you're saying, it's not all about just the items, it's about mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. How, what um, type of techniques or, or modalities maybe that you could share just a little snippet of yeah. how to approach that within themselves? If you could walk mm-hmm. us through maybe a little yeah. clearing um, here and remember yeah. everybody listening and watching that this energy is here and it's held here, whether you watch it from a week from now 
or even 10 years from now. That's the beauty of energy work. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I use several different um, modalities, um, like emotion code is one, and there's another one, um, emotional frame by Dane Thomas. But there's something that people can do at home if they don't know any of those things, and it's called EFT tapping. And so when you're starting to feel those emotions come up and feel stressed, you just start tapping on your body. Um, EFT has a protocol where they say, you know, even though I'm thinking about X, Y, Z, I completely love and accept myself. So you can say that, or you can just tap on those acupressure points on your body while you're feeling that emotion. So you just start on the top of your head. So let's imagine you're feeling like anxiety and stress. So you're going to step on top of your head. And then right on the inside of your eyebrows, mm-hmm. right outside of your eyes, and your cheekbones, and your nose, and your lower lip. And then I like to do the wrist. Ooh. And then on the side of each thumb and fingernail. Oh. Yeah. And then on the back of the pan, it's called the gamut point. And then you also want to do the other side. So thumbs, fingernails and then the back of the gamut point. And just kind of go through that a few times, maybe five, six, seven times until you feel your nervous system start to settle down. So that would be a really good thing that people could do at home. But they don't have to remember this whole protocol or have a chart to test what emotions or you know, know how to do any of that stuff, but they can just you know, tap on those acupressure points. And each acupressure point actually corresponds to um, a stress emotion so like under the eyes is the stomach meridian that's worrying overthinking Ooh, okay um, yeah so bladder uh is right here inside the eyebrows that's that's mm. kind of like fear-based emotions out here is like gallbladder like anger you know so um what's so right the, here these are uh governing and central meridian so governing and central meridian really like kind of run everything in our body and our whole system yeah. so they're really important Every yeah. time I tap here, mm-hmm. it just feels very buzzy. Yeah, and this is governing meridian right here. That's the endpoint for governing meridian, and it governs everything in your body. That's why it's just like system, that's why it's called that. Yeah, so that's a really good thing to tap. And then there's another uh, couple of points. These are kind of like the main um, neurovascular reflex points on your head, and you can just like hold those gently yeah. for a few minutes as well. And then it takes a couple minutes, like two or three minutes. Yeah. to do that but then you'll just feel everything just start to kind of settle exactly down so yes. i think that's really good because you don't want to be in that heightened emotional state you want to be calm and grounded and centered when you're making decisions definitely and um i did do a recording uh that p- listeners can watch uh on my youtube channel about eft uh, but carlin i really like how you talked about this the back of the hand what was this mm-hmm. again it's called the gamut point. It's between gamut. between the the joints there and between yeah. the ring and the So for those yeah. who are listening on the podcast, it's right between your pinky and your ring finger. And you kind of just run your finger down like towards your wrist and you can feel there's like a yeah, little ring. Yeah, in the middle of the hand. Yeah. And you just tap there right above your wrist, kind of on the back of the hand there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's interesting because I have not ever tapped there before mm. but i'm definitely feeling and and you know i'm an yeah. energy worker too yeah. so it's just like whoop, just kind of yeah there's that definitely on. something going on at that point um yes yes so uh watch this on the youtube channel as well just to get a visual for this yeah that's perfect and 
also, I think what's really important that you bring EFT up, Carlin, is that it gives a person something to do about mm -hmm. the feeling, about mm -hmm. the emotion, mm -hmm. instead of just holding it and holding it and holding right. it and having those ruminating thoughts going over mm -hmm. and over and over mm -hmm. again, you're giving it a way to escape, a way to move it. Yeah. And you're being with your body because yeah. we tend to disassociate. We tend mm -hmm. to just be way out here and not even be in our bodies, especially when we're faced with overwhelming emotions about things or even where to start. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah. I know you had said something uh, a while back when I was talking to you about when you're first starting, it's like opening a closet and everything comes flying out mm -hmm. or something to that effect. I don't know what that the analogy was, but that's how I feel like you open the closet and you're looking at all this stuff. And it's just like, where do I even start? Where do I start? Yeah, that that is the thing that people really get stuck at. And when I work with people, I always tell them, um, pick something small to start with. So like maybe your junk drawer, okay? And just take everything out. And I also encourage people to set a timer, like 20, 30 minutes maximum. Because the other thing that people have an issue with is they think they have this all or nothing thinking and they yes. think, I have to spend like five hours decluttering. No, you do not. Uh, if you spend five hours decluttering, you're going to be tired and feel sick and exhausted, overwhelmed, and you're never going to do it again. Right? So yes. You want to take just a short amount of time because that kind of helps your body settle because you can look at them. Okay, I can do 20 minutes. I can't do five hours. I'm just going to put that off till next week and then next week and the next week and it never happens, right? But if you do 20 minutes, like I can do 20 minutes, right? And then you do it. And then, you know, like I said, you're connected energetically to everything. So as you have sort of these things, you've opened up internal space and you're getting a little boost of energy body and you're feeling good. And like, oh, that's great. I feel so much better after I cleared yes. that door. And that you know, and then you'll feel good the next time and the next time and just take it a little bit at a time. I think that's really important as well. Yes. That's what saved me. Cause literally I had that mentality of, okay, I got to clean out this closet today. Today's the day mm -hmm. I got to do this. And when I got into it about an hour and a half, I just felt really crappy, you know? Yeah. And, and then yeah. I felt overwhelmed and it's just like, I would look around at the piles that I created of keep mm -hmm. toss and then the middle pile of I don't know mm -hmm. um, and then I would be sitting there with these piles and then feeling like I got nowhere mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that yeah. there was no progress and yeah you get to a certain point and then you're like your, your system your nervous system is overwhelmed and you're tired mm -hmm. and then then you're looking around, oh, I've just created a bigger mess, right? Because as you move things out and sort things, you kind of create mess temporarily while you're, while you're doing that. So I always want people to like plan on time to put things away and create order again. So they're not sitting out. Now, if you have a room that you're not going to use, so let's say you have a spare room, you could take all the clothes in your closet and lay it out there and set it there and then say, okay, I'm going to go back tomorrow and spend another half hour, an hour going through things. And it's not going to bother me because it's out of the way. But if it's someplace that you're using all the time, you definitely want to like mm -hmm. allow time to clean everything up and put it away, whatever bit you did, and restore order to your home. Because 
having all this chaos and stuff sitting around is very stressful yes. and it just adds to the stress of the recluttering experience. It sure does. It sure does. And so once they get a space cleared of clutter, mm -hmm. what's another type of clearing they can do? For example, some people might use sage or Palo mm -hmm. Santo or crystals mm -hmm. um, or drum, you know, mm -hmm. just to kind of get that because you've cleared out the material things mm -hmm. and now there's still kind of there's a heaviness energy, of the yeah, energy so, yeah. hanging out there. So our homes have energy in them too. So our homes absorb the energy of like our experiences, our emotions. We're constantly putting it out. And the people who live in our homes before us are putting their stuff out. And so if we don't, consciously take the time to clear that we're just going to be kind of marinating everybody's energy and emotions and so it's really important to do that so yeah um using your intention is really important like when i do the space clearing i, I use a lot of different tools so i set up a table and i have crystals and i have smudging tools and i have sound tools and i go around and, and use all of them and also my intention to clear the energy out um, but when you're doing at home you could have like a singing bowl or a bell um, if you don't have anything, you can clap your hands. Clapping your hands is really good for like breaking up really stagnant energy. Um, smudging yes. with some sort of uh, sacred herbs is really good as well. Um, yeah, sometimes make space clearing spray for people who can't smudge, like like you're in an apartment building or something and you have smoke alarms. So you can make your own spray. So you take a little bottle, spray bottle, distilled water, put just a little bit of alcohol, like clear alcohol, like vodka or witch hazel or something like that, and just a teeny bit for a dispersant. And then put a few drops of essential oil. So um, you can get um, frankincense and myrrh are really good for that because they are sacred oils, but they're also purifying. Um, eucalyptus, fir, those are really good for purifying mm -hmm. the atmosphere and just put a few drops of that and you can just spray that around. Um, sometimes I add other things too to uplift it. So I might want to put in, um, so I might use like frankincense and let's say orange because orange has this like nice happy smell to it. And, and so you're clearing the energy and then you're putting in the happy in, energy of the orange in your space too. So those are, those are good things for people. Yes, that's really important. You know, once you smudge, sage, whatever that is, then add an uplifting aroma mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. that smells good because as you clear out, you create space. So you want to fill it with something that's going to be supportive and mm -hmm. uplifting, right? It feels yeah. good and light yeah. and open. Uh, I'm sure everybody has experienced walking into a person's home and you really either feel very open and joyful and feel at home per se, you know, and like, wow, this is very comfortable or you walk in and it's very heavy and stagnant and you're, you're just like, okay, when, when am I leaving? You know, it's, when can I get out of here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So even though they might have the cleanest house ever and things are organized, there's still energy in things. And, and remember also mother nature. So open windows, you know, especially mm -hmm. when that, and I can speak for this being in Iowa um, when I lived there, as soon as that spring breeze started, I would open the windows. I didn't care if it was 50 degrees outside. I would still open all the windows in the house and just allow, you know, that breeze to come through and clear it out you know, and set that intention, put your attention on intention of, of clearing and releasing and just 
you know, and, and that allows you to breathe easier too. Um, yeah. And along with that, you know, the energy comes in through our windows. Like even when they're closed, it comes in through the windows. So if you have your curtains drawn all the time or your windows are dirty all the time, it's hard for the energy to flow in and out. So wash your windows, open the drapes during the day, let the energy flow in and out of your, your room. It's really important as well. And then music is a really good thing to put positive energy in, like happy music, peaceful music. You know, once you've done your clearing, you can you know, play music and just infuse the atmosphere with the energy of that music. Wonderful. Yes. I so love music and uh, just organically um, working with the energies and, and also what feels good to you. That's so important for everyone to hear that is, is what feels good to you right now. And, um, you know, a lot of people, they will avoid being at home because of the clutter uh, Mm -hmm. or because of you know, negative energies or whatever that's being there. I'll I'll just say lower vibrations. Mm -hmm. And so really, again, as you said before, Carlin, about focusing on you and your energy and um, building a foundation of support for yourself, then you're able to be in those spaces a little bit longer, easier Mm -hmm. um, as you're shifting and, and releasing that. Yeah. yeah, I had a woman where um, we were working in her closet and her wardrobe and she held up her cell phone and I looked at her cell phone camera and looked at her stuff and said, okay, let's take this out of here. Let's sort this. And then, you know, she got stuck and we did some emotional clearing and she's like, oh, okay, now I can do this. I don't feel all stressed about making this decision. And we just kind of went on from there. So, um, and I'm working with a woman in California right now too and helping her with things. So um, you don't have to be in person to work with me. Yeah, that's the beauty of this um, virtual, you know, and it's all energy. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we can support each other that way. So I can give you tips. I can help you figure out what areas of your house to work on first. Um, We can work on your emotional blocks. Um, We can work on energy of your house, all of those things. Great. And uh, what do you have coming up? I know that you mentioned you have some series that's coming up, even though this is recording. Yeah. a recording mm-hmm. i know that people can always look up on your website right. but right. um what's coming up for you what what expansions yeah. um, do you have yeah share? i'm not sure when this is going to come out but i do have um a 10-week clutter coaching program that i run twice a year so the first one uh, this year is going to start september 4th um so we're going to do it for 10 weeks we're on zoom we have a private facebook group it's small like four to six people so it's very intimate you get to know each other it's like a support group and we do all of these things. We talk about tips. We talk about our visions. We talk about what we're doing in our homes and kind of support each other. And I do emotional clearing for the group every week. In the middle, I do a, a space clearing. And then people also have a one-on-one session with me. Um, I also have uh, people come and talk. So I have someone talk, come and talk about feng shui. I have someone mm-hmm. talk about office and paper organization and clutter. I have a guest speaker on um, clothing and closet clutter so that's kind of fun to just you know bring somebody else in and he has just a little bit different way of, of talking about things um, so we do that and I run those twice a year so September and usually like end of January would be the next one so if you're if you missed the beginning of September and you're in the middle of the year then like I will be running in January as well yeah, yeah. very exciting and um, as you were talking about 
that and about how, um, you know, working as groups and intimate settings and, you know, that just allows people to be more transparent and vulnerable. And this is how we bond. This is, you know, I think we hold a lot of shame and guilt mm-hmm. of holding on to things and that our homes are mm-hmm. cluttered or the garage or whatever that is. Um, and by being witnessed by others and knowing that you're not alone and mm-hmm. that you have a safe uh, place and and people mm-hmm. uh, as a community to support you, it really yeah. creates that healing sanctuary. Um, yeah. So that way it will continue. And um, you, I feel that people will heal on a deeper level. They do. They really do. And um, I had one of my clients took it four times. I've had several people take it two or three times in a row and they, they become friends you know, on this thing and they help each other. And, you know, if somebody's kind of down themselves, the other people say, why are you thinking that about yourself? This is not, you know, this is not who you are. You're not, you're not this person that you're talking yourself down you know, and they're really supportive. And I always set the intention that the people who are going to be in the group are going to be a cohesive yes. unit and going to support you them. And they always do. They always support each other. It's, it's a really lovely community. And I, I really like that aspect of it. Yes. And you are the conduit, my friend, you are the one that puts that out there. And so you are attracting those who are really needing this and you're able to share your, your beautiful gifts. And I'm just so grateful that you were here today to share that with us. Thank you. Well, Carlin, uh, for those of you who would love to work with you, I'm sure as I did, and I still will, because even though I shifted into this small space, um, I'm noticing a behavior mm-hmm. that's still coming up. So um, I'm going to work with you again about, even though I've downsized and literally I don't have that much, but what I do have is kind of getting a little um, stuck. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. right? And so uh, for those that are interested in working with you, uh, what is your contact information? How can they get a hold yeah. of you? So you can reach me through my website, which is carlinray.com, and I'll spell that for you. It's C-A-R-L-Y-N-R-A-E.com. Um, so you, they have an option where people can schedule a free phone consultation. So you don't have to commit to anything. You can just talk about what's happening with your situation if you feel like it's going to be a good fit. It's going to be a good fit to work together or not. Um, I also have like phone number and email contacts through my website as well. So that's probably the best way to, to start. Great. Well, thank you, Carlin. Yes. And thank you everyone for being here and listening or watching. And again, we will continue with the consciously clearing clutter series. And my next guest will talk about our chakras and energy centers and how to clear um, energies out of those spaces within ourselves so that way we can feel more free and uplifted. And also the big one with her interview is going to be about witnessing what's not yours and building that emotional intelligence so that way you're not holding other people's stuff. So be well, my friends, and I look forward to Uh, being with you next time. 
I so appreciate your time today. As right here, right now together, we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that, of the energy, of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm and listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the mindbodyspirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.